0: You're listening to episode 45 of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk Podcast. I am Sean Brown, your host for the Real Talk Podcast. And on today, we have a extremely special guest who is not a photographer currently, but has been a photographer in the past, but has gone on to create a tool that is something that I use in my business, tons of others use in our businesses to not only help us save time, but also make more money, which is something I think that we all want to do is we want to grow thriving, profitable businesses, and we want tools that allow us to help us get there. And so our guest today is Andrew Funderberg. You might know him as Fundy, and we are going to be talking all about kind of what he did to create Fundy, all of the reasons that photographers have been successful implementing in-person sales and all of these techniques that Fundy allows you to do. So saving time designing the albums, having studio ma- magazines and grad cards and all these tools to be able to market better sell sell better, um, provide a better service to your clients and all of that. So Andrew is a photography expert and industry visionary. And he says that he has a passion for people and capturing emotions and telling their stories through print. And ultimately, that is why he wanted to create Fundy Designer Suite. We go into a little bit about just how he created it and why he wanted to do it. And ultimately, it was to save time and give him tools that he didn't currently have. And the Fundy Suite has gone on to transform countless of of photography businesses and has facilitated the production of millions of photo stories worldwide. I am so thrilled to have him on here today. If you are a photographer, even if you don't do print products or anything like that, I urge you to listen because he gives really tangible advice for how to move into that and just being able to take that leap. I think this has kind of been a theme over the last couple episodes is taking a leap And getting you to the point that you want your business to be ultimately means maybe changing things up a little bit. So we talk a little bit about how to do that and why most of the successful senior photography businesses that you see are doing these exact same steps. They're following the blueprint, as he calls it. So super excited to have him on Real talk today. If you are a longtime listener, welcome back. Um, if you haven't subscribed, please take a moment to do that, just so we know that we're producing the types of content that you want to see, and we don't want to make we want to make sure you're not missing any of the valuable information that our guests bring to the Real Talk podcast. And if you haven't left a review, we're going to be reading those at the beginning of the episode. So leave a review. We'll give you a little shout out on air if you find the podcast helpful, or maybe a piece of information that you picked up. So we can't wait to see you inside of this episode, episode 45 of the Real Talk podcast with Andrew Funderberg. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. I am Sean Brown and today we've got Andrew Fundy Funderberg on today. You guys are probably Familiar with Fundy Designer and his entire suite and collection of incredible album, wall art, like just the works. Um, If you're not using it, go and check it out because it has saved my butt numerous times (laughs) and just makes my business so much easier. So super excited to have him, him on here today, pick his brain and just get to learn a little bit about how Fundy started and ultimately how it's helping photographers just like you get your business moving in the right direction, saving you lots of time, energy, and making you more profitable and just being able to offer a better service to your clients. So thank you so much for coming on. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good. We actually, we're actually, we actually with what, 40-ish minutes apart without traffic and
1: doing this virtually because of... Actually, I think without traffic, it's more like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but with traffic, it's like two days. Yeah. <laughs> so we We live in the beautiful Pacific Northwest and we've got
0: one major highway that just seems to clog up everything. With well, that.
1: yeah, the only bridge going across the river was built literally a hundred years ago, and we kind of need a new one, and we haven't got around to it because we're too busy, you know, hiking and drinking beer in the northwest yeah. to build a bridge. <laughs>
0: drinking beer, and if you're like myself, getting into home brewing, and now Andrew's got this espresso maker at Fundy headquarters, so yeah, you'll need to get out there and check that out. But I got my, I've got my iced decaf coffee going on today. Nice,
1: nice. Yeah. If, uh, if Rakita Henderson's watching, I've got my LaCroix up here in my fancy glass.
0: (laughs) I'm not that fancy. We don't have any sparkling water up in Sbp headquarters, (laughs) but cool. Well, thanks so much for being on. Um, Thanks for having me. people a little bit about you, you know, what Fundy is, how you came up with the idea and all that.
1: So uh, Fundy Designer has grown a ton. We've been in business since 2008. And when we first started, it was literally a set of actions and Photoshop scripts um, that has grown. And it started um, more in the infancy infancy of uh, wedding photography around album design, just under the concept that instead of doing templates, all we really wanted to do was line up all of the edges of the images prettily. So my thought was we could do that using math. And that's how it's grown from there. So basically the concept where getting rid of templates, kind of letting everything free form and then use the automatizations uh, that computers give us to line everything up for us, to kind of do the tedious task of making sure all the edges of the photos are lined. But being able to just kind of do whatever you want move stuff around it's kind of grown from there and when we and we moved from album design to wall art studio magazine so and i am lazy in the situation that i don't want to use a ton of different tools to do something so i wanted to create a tool where you could just do as much as possible in one place so you can go from lightroom fundy to print and not have to use anything else yeah
0: well let's talk about what fundy does so you've got album design you've got wall art Retouching even built in now.
1: Yep. Um, cards, everything from marketing gift certificate, save the date, grad cards, um, some uh, branding tools. So just being able to throw your logo real quick on your photos, um, in-person sales tools, slideshows, um, studio magazines, they cover it all, uh, online proofing for your albums, I think I hit it. I think that it's was kind it. like the Jack yeah. Fall trade. It's, yeah, it's, it's so the philosophy is be to be like the Swiss Army knife,
0: yeah. which is what it is. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, and tell us a little bit about your photography background because you haven't always been in the software business.
1: Um, no. So the the when I started the software business, it was the very first time I ever actually worked in a company. So my own company was the first company I ever worked in. Before that, uh, I have a degree in literature. I was in the Peace Corps. I went to Japan to teach English, and then I had a small English school. And then I got into photography again when DSLRs were coming about, had little kids, was getting into that. And that was kind of the birth of wedding photojournalism and shooting weddings more from a photojournalistic story style instead of your like, you know, stand there and pose Hasselblad style. Yeah. And I was living in Japan at the time and I started shooting, uh, second shooting for a local studio. And then I started shooting on my own and had a contract at three Iron Chef restaurants to shoot their weddings in rural Japan. So it was really funny. So I was like one of 10 non-Japanese people in, the area. And then I would show up as the wedding photographer and kind of freak people out. But that's how I got started. Well, it's good.
0: you know. It's kind of a cool story where you working at Iron Chef restaurants as a wedding photographer. Oh my
1: God. The food was so good. I was about to say French, French, Japanese, and Chinese Iron Chef restaurants. Oh man. The food was so good.
0: (laughs) So what made you want to, you know, a lot of photographers listening want to do these crazy ideas, but maybe they don't take the leap What made you really take that leap into, hey, let's just, you know, screw photography. Let's just go all in and create this software business. Yeah, well, I kept, you know, I kept,
1: well, um, so when I started the software business, the goal was just to like make a little extra money to put into the kids' college fund. And then it just kind of kept growing and kept growing. Uh, And then ironically, it was, a lot of bad luck that led to this. So we moved, we sold our house and our business and everything in Japan in 2008 and moved back to the U S and the plan was just to get a job, stop working for myself and kind of leave that stress behind. But uh, the housing market crashed in 'oh eight, and there were no jobs. And so I literally had to make this work or we would have lost our house and like had to move in with my parents. Wow. So um, I ended up, with the company, kind of, because that was the only lifeline I had at the time to keep making money.
0: Wow! So it was, it was kind of like fighter. It, fight. it was a do or die. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and you my, know, when the- my wife was not a hundred percent on board to move back from Japan, she's Japanese, and so like I had to do it also, just so that she wouldn't like yell at me for the rest of my life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like you made us move here. Now we lost our house. And life
1: sucks. But- we lost everything. Good job. Good yeah. call, husband.
0: <laughs> so you were part of that. Was just you trying to avoid a lot of that.
1: Yeah, you know, and we had you know, and kids, and like you know, make sure the kids had money so we could they could be on the you know YMCA bas- kids basketball team and like just basic like taking care of the family and the kids yeah. and and all of that.
0: Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what Fundy does now. So you work with a lot of photographers who mm-hmm. are wedding portrait, uh, engagement, yeah. senior, uh, you know, the, the whole gamut. Yeah. And what are some areas that you've really see photographers being successful, implementing Fundy into their business?
1: So, you know, I think that there's with in business, uh, in any sense that there, there are three basic ways to, um, make money in a business, right? There's get new customers, which is marketing. Um, there is increase production, save time. And then there's make more money per client, right? So if you're Starbucks, um, you know, you make, you create ads so you can bring in new customers. Um, you stop serving uh, shorts and you focus on serving Grandes and that's how you make more money per customer. And then you offer brownies, etc. cetera. Um, so that, you know, you go, Oh, instead of just getting my black coffee, I'm going to get a Grande Frappuccino and you know, a sandwich, right? So you're making more money for customers and then um, you upgrade your machinery so that you can make espressos and cappuccinos faster, get those out the door. So you need fewer people making those. So from a standpoint of photographers, you know, I was just talking with uh, Vanessa Joy, who's a Canon Explorer of Light, and she has really started um, implementing the magazine and the card modules uh, in her marketing, especially through her vendors. So she she's in a space where she is usually shooting at about five different venues that she 's developed relationships with these people over the time, so she 's used the magazine module in Fundy Designer to create a custom magazine for each venue right and so that so it has their locations, their food their like all of the cool things about that venue and then you know it just happens to be shot by Vanessa Joy with her logo and and her website on on the inner last page and then her venues are will pass those out and then she 's done the same thing with her cards and she uses her cards um, as marketing tools too. So every client she shoots, that client can have as many cards as they want for save the dates or for thank you cards. And the back has their logo and website, right? So just like if you're shooting seniors, you know, all of the grad cards are free because those are advertisements that go out to all of your potential clients and referrals. So from a marketing standpoint, that's what people are doing from a, financial standpoint take for example um jen lewis so she who shoots high school seniors she estimated that she made an extra 140 grand or something last year off of album and wall art sales using Fundy designer or um you know michaela jade that's shooting weddings uh i think she made an extra 200 grand last year just off of uh, albums and wall art sales to her clients. So being able to really change, like there's all these groups, six figure photographers. It's like when when they've ramped up their business in this sense and really focused on these print products, six figures really is easy to achieve. Yeah. Doing that. And then from a production standpoint, you know, we've implemented, you know, auto design tools. Like, you know, you, you can design a senior album in What, four minutes? (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say it's done while
0: they're looking at the pricing at their ordering session, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and so all these automation tools allows you to do that and have it being able to do your album and your wall art, everything all, and your slideshow presentation all in the same program. It just saves that time. So. From uh, to kind of bring this all back into one discussion is if, if you look at your business as like a three-legged stool, focusing on you know production, revenue, and marketing to new clients. You know the photographers that are using all of those three pieces of Fundy Designer are really uh, able to really see uh, a big increase in their profits and actually working less to make those profits.
0: Well, and I mean, I think that I'm a prime example of seeing exactly how Fundy transformed my business. So I think it was like when I was first getting into albums, it was all by hand in Photoshop, like placing the images into the spreads. And, you know, you only could have X number of images because that's all I wanted to design. I didn't want to mess around with Mm -hmm. any other things. And then all of a sudden, I think it was like my first senior style guide push conference. I forget who it was, but somebody says, yeah, I use Fundy for my album design, and I went on there and I saw what it was, and I was like, "Holy cow, this is a game changer!"
1: And now I hope it wasn't Jen because then she's gonna like. It wasn't Jen. She's gonna actually, bug Jen you that on, for. She's gonna bug you forever. She's like, "I told you."
0: It <laughs> was on. She was actually just on the previous episode of Real Talk, so we just interviewed her uh, for that. But it wasn't Jen. I, th- I think it was forget who it was, but somebody yep. says, "You know, download this," and I. Sell an album with every single senior session for the most part, unless they buy a higher up package that yeah. includes a couple other things. But ninety five percent of my clients are buying an album mm-hmm. specifically because you mentioned that kind of production time. I call it like throughput. You know how many yeah. things can you get done in a certain amount of time? And now with my album design, I'm able to sell like a thousand dollar album at least, and it only takes me five minutes to design. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you're able to design five, six clients back to back to back in a 30 minute time frame, Mm -hmm. take it to their ordering session. They have a fully proofed album. You have wall art right there. And now you're increasing album sales because they can see what they're getting. So you're, you know, not only are you increasing throughput, but you're also increasing your dollar per client Yeah, and and you're creating a better experience because now they can see the product before they get it. A lot less, you know, a lot less work. And
1: Yeah. And I think so, One of the things that we've done in the past couple of years is tried to really rethink slideshows and the purpose of slideshows and and how they help photographers make more money. And the kind of old school way of doing slideshows is that you show all of the images and then the clients choose what they want and then you show them some designs or something. And with how we've done slideshows is allowing you to include the finished designs in the slideshow. I think has really changed how people present photographs to clients where instead of presenting all the photos, they present like a few highlights and present the album and present wall art options within the slideshow and being able to create all of that on the fly before the clients come comes. I feel like really helps the photographer make more money, but also creates a better experience for the client because they don't have to make as many decisions right then and there.
0: Well, and I think that it's all, if you look at client psychology or sales psychology, the fewer options are actually the better option. Yeah. Yeah. And I th- I don't know, I've probably said it on Real Talk before, but I kind of equate it you know, you sit down at the Cheesecake Factory and you've got a menu that's like this thick. Oh, yeah. And then you go to a high end restaurant and it's got like 10 choices. You've, either, you've got either, yeah. either or maybe duck fewer chick- yeah. Yeah, duck yeah. chicken steak, and that's about it, and then some yeah. sides.
1: Yeah. And, the clients that you and your vegan use. choice in in Portland
0: in Portland your vegan vegetarian <laughs>
1: yeah and your pescatarian yep. choice yeah yeah
0: and you look in, at the cheesecake factory and yeah people have tons of options but it actually overwhelms them mm-hmm. I think what is great about Fundy is it narrows it down like you said those highlights. Mm-hmm. It allows them to focus on really what you want them to focus on. You don't want them to focus on necessarily, yeah. you know, the nitpicky details of oh, you've got a hair right here. Yeah. Now they're more focused with the big picture. Mm-hmm. You know, what will the wall art look like? What will the albums look like? How will we share this with our friends? That yeah. Sort of
1: thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, what's one story that you've heard from a photographer who maybe was struggling. Let's talk even um, cause fundy, is more geared towards photographers who are are going the print product route. Yeah. So maybe talk about a story of a photographer that you've heard that has been able to kind of move away from the tradition, or not the traditional, but kind of the standard digital model right now mm-hmm. with photographers who are new, who yeah. don't want to get into those print labs. They don't want to deal with the hassle of printing products and how they've been able to actually transform their business client experience using the print-based model. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, um, I'll give you a couple examples. I was talking to, uh, Seth, uh, from Seth and Beth photography. So they're wedding photographers and they, you know, just like everybody else started, they were doing digital and, um, went to, a, a workshop. Um, I believe it was Ben Hartley's workshop and their, their friends and neighbors and they, and, um, not 100% sure, but I believe it was Ben Hartley's, and he was like, yeah, I spent 15 minutes designing the album, and then I, you know, sl- slideshow and blah, blah, blah. And Seth was like, there's, no, wait, it's not 15, it's just, that's just dumb. And then, you know, he tried. And so they weren't doing anything, and they weren't selling anything. And because of that, they had to shoot 35, 40 weddings a year. Now, uh, and they have, you know, they have kids and they wanted to slow down a little bit. Now they're shooting 15 weddings a year, and making the same amount of money as they were shooting 35 weddings a year, right? So that's a great story. And then... Um, well, and just to un- go off
0: of that, a senior photographer is the same thing, you know? Yeah. You're shooting 80 seniors a year at, let's just say 500 bucks a pop, so you're making 40 grand a year. Yeah. And all of a sudden you scale back to 20, mm-hmm. two grand, and you're making the same amount, and spending yep. four or more times less, yeah, actually, yeah, putting in the
1: yeah. work. Um, and then another thing too is I think, I feel like the majority of wedding photographers and even a lot of portrait photographers really start with the album and stick with the album because it's kind of, it's it's easy to design, it's easy to sell. Um, it's at that kind of medium price point usually, so photographers feel comfortable selling it. And especially wedding photographers kind of ignore art a lot. So... Um, and I've been pushing a lot of my friends who are wedding photographers and, and I was talking with Jacqueline Greenberg, um, who's a wedding photographer and has always done albums, but never done wall art, you know, never sold wall art. Uh, and, you know, I say, you know, engagement shoots are a great place to sell wall art, right? And so she uh, has started doing that, selling wall art for wedding engagements, but then also offering portrait sessions to families before the wedding right? Which is, it seems so obvious, but so many wedding photographers ignore it. It's like, hey, everybody's getting married. Let's do a a final family portrait session. And um, she was doing a portrait session to a client that was a little bit wealthier, like everybody had money, but not crazy wealthy. Everybody all in, including the couple's family and like extended family, it was a $38,000 wall art sale (laughs) from one session. Yeah. Yeah. So she went from never selling wall art and it took some while and education and practice and stuff over the last couple of years. But being able to, you know, and obviously that's not their average, you know, their average is, you know, two, three thousand wall art sale, maybe uh, per, you know, per client or whatever. But, you know, every once in a while you get that, wow, thirty eight thousand yeah. dollars because they had, you know, their main house and they had a summer house that they had to fill. And then the other, you know, side of the family had this and that.
0: When I think, you know, he says not the average, but it happens. And it happens. when I think back to all of my highest sales, with the exception of one, it's all been driven by wall art. Yeah. Every single one.
1: Yeah. And I think, and that's one thing that I learned, and I wish I would have known before when I was shooting seniors or families, is that uh, I'd always stopped. Like once they bought one wall art collection, I w- would always stop. And you're like, okay, that's great for the living room. Is there any place else in the house that you'd like to put something? And I think, and when people that get really good at wall art sales, they flip the conversation because us as creatives, it's all about, us. you know, if you're a creative, it's all about us. It's like, it's about me and my photos, <laughs> right? So we focus on the photos instead of focusing on the problem, which is decorating the house. Yeah. So if we flip our brains and say, oh, we're helping this person decorate the house with photos of people they love. Then it's like, oh, we've got this great collection for the living room. Is there someplace else in the house that you'd like to put some photos? Yeah. And they're like, oh, there- the hallway. And then you add that and it's like, okay, is there anywhere else? You know?
0: Well, and I think that you go, you hit it right on the point where we are thinking, we almost don't think of our sales as a customer service benefit yeah. to our clients. Where we think... That, you know, we might feel greedy or mm-hmm. like we're kind of money-grubbing grandma yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. And we don't think about exactly what you said, the benefit of them being able to see their loved ones mm-hmm. every single day when they might not be able to see them in yeah. person. That's and
1: even, even just the benefit of doing the work for your client. Like I can go put in a deck at my house but I don't want to. (laughs) And if somebody would come up and be like, Hey, I can design that for you, buy all the wood and install that for you and do the work for you at a pretty good price. Awesome. Right. So, um, you know, we all know if you go back to all of your clients that you were servicing when you were just giving them the files, you know, only 5% of them ever printed anything out of just being busy. So just the service of like, Hey, I'm going to design this for you and order it for you. And deliver it to your house for you, like that's service, and people will pay for that.
0: Yeah, when you have years of expertise too, or you know, at least some expertise where you know what's going to look good together, and you can use that as yeah, once again, an an add-on to that customer service experience too, yeah. where you are the expert in your situation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally.
0: So um, let's go off and maybe a couple tips for people who are really struggling to mm-hmm. get into products maybe it's um they're worried about a lack of time or mm-hmm. not knowing the right labs to use what do you say to those photographers who are just like you know what this sounds great i'm, I'm okay with shooting a little bit more because i just don't want to deal with it
1: yeah so you know first thing it's really not that hard like it's a lot easier than off-camera flash <laughs> like if you can master off-camera flash or shooting in manual mode uh it's way easier than that So it's really not that hard, you know, um, start simply like choose one simple album to offer and a few options, um, you know, choose one type of wall art. Maybe it's just canvases or maybe just canvases and metals. Like if you're worried, don't try to don't get involved with frames right away, yeah. <laughs> like just do canvases, maybe canvases and metal, choose one book, offer square only you know eight by ten by ten. start simple, you know, choose a lab that has quick shipping, easy fulfillment, not a lot of frills with all of their ordering options, and just start simple and go from there um, and then you know join some join a group where people are being successful doing this don't talk about this in a general photography group because you're going to get a lot of naysayers. And most of those naysayers are people that never tried.
0: Have never tried or they've been doing it the wrong way.
1: Exactly. So find people that are already successful doing this and just copy what they're doing. <laughs> don't, well, you don't so have many, to reinvent the wheel.
0: Yeah, there's so many resources education-wise where you can go and yeah. you know, even spend an hour mentorship with a photographer who's doing wall art sales. Yeah. And who's pricing themselves appropriately and that sort of thing and sit down with them for an hour Skype call or something like that. Yeah. Cause that's going to save you so many years of frustration right there.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you, if you invest out of the gate, if you invest a thousand dollars, which is way more money than you probably need to invest in learning how to do this and the tools to do it, you're going to make that money back in one, maybe two clients at the most max. Yeah. Max. Right. And then, no. And then you're going to make thousands of extra dollars going into the future. Yeah. Like it's going to be a thousand x at least investment. Yeah. Return. Well,
0: and let's uh, let's talk a little bit about that because we talk about education. Where do you see education right now in the industry, in person, online? Where do you see kind of the future of education as a
1: whole? So, you know, I I think valuable education hasn't changed much, you know, the delivery may change, you know, whether it's creative live or a Facebook group or individual classes. I think it's, uh, I think the method of, and delivery of the education doesn't matter as much as the person delivering the education, you know, make sure that person really knows what they're talking about in our industry. As you well know, there's a lot of people that will present themselves to be an expert in something when they really aren't. You know, make sure somebody has been doing this for 10 years. Make sure that they're actually making the money they say that they're making. You know, if make sure they're actually, you know, maybe they ran a successful studio 10 years ago, but they haven't been a working photographer for eight years. The industry has changed. Make sure that they're a working photographer now and they're actually doing what they say they're doing. You know, get some, you know, ask around in the industry, make sure they're a good person, and then, you know, purchase their education or mentoring study it, and just follow the blueprint. A lot of times people get, well, I don't like to do it that way or I don't like to do it, so I'm going to change this thing. And then they're like, oh, it didn't work. Well, it didn't work because you changed a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Yeah. you know, follow the blueprint for a year. Once you get the hang of things, then you can kind of change things up a little bit depending on if you want to do it different for yourself.
0: That's a really interesting point you make because I've always said the best kind of game plan is a synthesis of different things that you feel like work for you. Yeah. What I mean is, you know, you don't have to necessarily follow the blueprint, but grab bits and pieces. But I almost kind of like that idea of thinking of following the blueprint at first, because at least you know that it's something that works. And then especially with
1: sales. So especially with in-person sales, the most important things are what happens before you even pick up the camera. So you've got to follow that blueprint because a lot of times you don't know the psychological reasons why you have to, why you have to do those things to make it work. So at the it's like, learn the rules before you break them. Yeah. Right. Just learn the rules before you break them. Just like everything else.
0: Exactly. Um, let's talk a little bit about what you're passionate about or obsessed with other than photography, business, that sort of thing. Personal life can be anything. Yeah.
1: So I'm super excited uh, obsessed with, um, uh, running and eating healthy right now. Uh, cause I've had, uh, it's a, a couple of milestone. I've had a milestone birthday recently that I wouldn't like to discuss, but, um, uh, <laughs> it's as you get older, you're like, Oh shit. And you start taking better care of myself. So I'm really obsessed with running. So I'm, uh, doing five half marathons this year and hood to coast. Um, I'm, this month I'm going to do... Let's
0: let's tell people about Hood to Coast for a second just because I know what it is. And oh, when so we describe awesome. Hood to Coast, I'm pretty yeah. sure that a few listeners are going to be like, this sounds like the most crazy thing I've ever heard of. It
1: is the most crazy thing. Actually, there's a really good documentary that I didn't know about that you can like rent or purchase off of like iTunes or Apple TV or whatever. Um, so Hood to Coast started a long time ago um, and now it's this huge event and it's a... 12 person relay from the top of Mount hood to the Oregon coast that covers 193 miles, I think 193, 197. Um, and so there's one team of 12 people and you can only have two vans. So it's six people in a van or a car. And our time last year on our team was 30 hours. So it's basically 30 hours in a car with five other people and you run three you run three times, so three legs of about six miles each leg within that 24 to 30 hours. So you're tired, you haven't slept, you're smelly, you're eating bad food, uh, and you're in this relay and you're trying to sleep. And it's just it's just fun chaos. It's Not like- to mention
0: running through mountain trails with a headlight strapped to you because you're running in the yeah. middle of the night.
1: Yeah, Yeah. So I, yeah, one of my legs was like 700 feet of elevation in the middle of the night on a dirt road with a headlamp (laughs) last year. So yeah, you know what we call fun in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. So a ton of fun, but then you get to the beach and there's a big party and everybody uh, laughs and stuff. It's fun.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned eating healthy and exercising. How does that impact your business on on a positive note?
1: I mean, it just, you're in a better mood. Um, you're able to think more clearly. I feel like you go off on fewer tangents mentally in the business, more focused. Um, yeah. And you just feel better. Yeah. So um, yeah. E- you know, eating less crap, unfortunately, partying less, drinking less.
0: <laughs> so there's a balance, but it's good.
1: There's a balance. A balance. There's a balance, but yeah so it's good so I'm uh this month I'm gonna second month in a row I'll do 80 plus miles awesome running it's a lot it is a lot yeah yeah it adds up so but but yeah it's a lot of fun
0: awesome um before we get going I want to dive into a a couple more things yeah um and that is I always like to ask what advice you would give Mm
1: -hmm. to
0: another photographer who's maybe just starting or is stuck in a rut they don't really know what direction to go next maybe one piece of advice that's shaped how you've thought about business or how you've progressed in your business
1: um so yeah that's really hard so i think the biggest the biggest thing is the biggest thing that gets you in business when you're starting by yourself is that you don't account for the success that comes later And what comes with success is being busy and having to keep juggling all of the things that you're juggling. It's really easy to do a hundred things when you only have a few clients and you're not very busy. And what actually kills a business is the success of all of the clients that come in. And now you can't continue to do all of the things because you're busy servicing those clients. So really think about what you actually want to do and focus only on that. Um, The E-Myth Revisited is a really good book. To kind of talk you through that. Um, and that's really helped me is, is, uh, be uh, kind of letting go of the pieces of the business that you shouldn't be doing as you grow. Um, and, uh, you know, especially in photography, I don't know anybody that's been successful long-term that hasn't been a print based business yeah. because, you know, uh, As a photographer, if you're not a print-based business, you're not focusing on that, then you are the product. And no matter how old you are, you are getting older. And when you're my age or a little older, high school seniors and brides will not want to book you. So you have to build a business that's based around the product and the photography, not around you long-term. And that's kind of the only way around it.
0: Fantastic advice. Yeah. Um, where can people find fundy on online and all that stuff?
1: So just go to fundy.com. Um, if you need some help on where to get started with like IPS and how to set up your studio and like pricing guidelines from PPA, et cetera, if you go to fundy.com slash guides, there's a bunch of free PDF guides that kind of walk through, uh, we have an IPS guide, studio setup guide, workflow guide, and design guide, and kind of walk you through all the different aspects of a print-based business and kind of how to get started. So that's a really good resource.
0: Awesome. Um, Before we go, I always like to end with a question that you get to ask our listeners. So if you're listening, you can just take a screenshot of the podcast and tag. Is it just at Fundy or is it at Fundy Designer?
1: Uh, So on on, uh, Facebook, it's at Fundy Software. And then on Instagram, it's at Fundy Software Inc.
0: Fundy Software Inc. So tag at Fundy Software Inc tag at senior saga and tag at Sean Brown productions, which, so we can see your response to the question, but what's one question. It can be personal. It could be a selfish question for you, you know, insight into the photographer's listening. What do you want to know and have our, our listeners answer today?
1: Awesome. Oh, so you want me to ask them yeah. the question? Yeah. Oh, you to ask it, ask I thought them. they were going to ask the question and tag yeah. us and then we got to go back. Um, Okay. So the question is, uh, what is your biggest hurdle or obstacle that is preventing you from getting to the next step in your business? I love it. Yeah. Cool.
0: Andrew, thank you so much for, for being on today. I think that our listeners Thanks for having me. hopefully got a ton out of that. I, and you know, it's such a crazy world of photography. There are a million ways to do something, but it's ultimately those methods that have worked and are the tried and true methods that are going to move your business forward for the years to come. So Thanks for just sharing a few of those stories and hopefully gets people motivated to move their business and move themselves in the direction that is going to lead to creating a a business that lasts for the long run.
1: Awesome. My pleasure, man.
0: Cool. Awesome. Thanks for listening on episode 45 of the Senior Saga Real Talk podcast. And we'll see everyone on the next episode. See you guys. See ya. That wraps it up for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk Podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us and just want to say a heartfelt thank you. I know that there are so many podcasts out there that you guys have the option to listen to, and it really means the world that you're joining us and giving us a part of your day and really just joining in on part of the conversation and and the community. In addition, make sure that you guys are joining us over on Facebook in the Senior Style Guide group over there, where photographers from all throughout the country contribute, give their input and their advice and their experiences to help other photographers learn and grow. We'd love for you to join us over there as well. So all you have to do is search Senior Style Guide on Facebook, ask to be added to the group, and we'll make sure that you guys get to be a part of the conversation over there. If you haven't had a chance to hit the subscribe button below, please take a second to do that really quick. What that does is it makes sure that you guys keep up to date on all the content that we're putting out there. We have tons of Real Talk episodes coming to you guys throughout the year from leaders and other photographers that you would love to hear from. So we want to make sure that you do not miss a single episode of that. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button below. Thank you guys for joining us. And we cannot wait to have you as part of the listening experience for future podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the next episode and we'll see you around.